I'm worried that I won't be able to get back into the type of work I did before COVID-19. I've put a lot of time into developing my career, but I'm not sure what will happen next. So there are a number of people in all kinds of strange and unusual circumstances at the moment, and uh, of course rather unexpectedly, which has probably made it all a bit harder. And I'm fortunate in my work to support people in all kinds of different backgrounds and situations, and it's so different from person to person, that's what's interesting, because for you know, somebody who's working in frontline work, there's a certain set of challenges that come from that for other people who are then cocooning or just in isolation at the moment, other challenges again. But then from a work and an economic perspective, there are people who are still working, but now they're working from home and that poses challenges. There are other people who just aren't working at all. And then there are people who are self-employed and their business maybe is, is, is really challenged by what's been happening recently. So there's lots, lots of unique circumstances. I think the most important core thing to appreciate here is that over the course of time, the world's needs will continue. But what tends to happen, particularly in the shorter term, the shorter term can still be weeks and months, but in the shorter term with something like this, is a lot of the time people freeze. And this, of course, affects, if you're running a small business, what people maybe buy. It affects people's confidence and it affects hiring as well in terms of jobs moving forward. Now, some jobs, of course, are affected uh, more than others. If you're involved in the kind of uh, industry or profession or career that involves being very close to people, and particularly with large groups of people, well, then, of course, there's a lot of creative thinking going on at the moment as to how to reinvent that and how to restructure it. Recognizing, though, that over the course of time, what I suppose is good about this in a, in a weird way is how many people are affected by it. And the reason that's good is because there's a real shared experience going on right now. So it is true in certain cases, at least in the short to medium term, that demand for certain types of work may change. However, that doesn't mean the same underlying needs aren't still there. It just might take a little bit of creativity to see how to address those particular needs. And that's what I think this moment hopefully can be, and I think is for a lot of people. It's a moment to really stop and reflect who you are, what you do, you know, what, what, what it's all about, really. And th the truth is that if our work didn't really meet any core needs that people in the world actually have, well, then it probably on the deepest level wasn't actually that satisfying for us. And it probably wasn't that sustainable to begin with. However, that doesn't mean that if you were doing something like that, that doesn't mean that you don't have a massive amount to offer. It just might have been not quite the right fit. It might have needed to be improved. So let's use an example. Let's say you're running a typewriter factory and you manufacture typewriters and then computers happen. So you can see that it's not that what you're doing wasn't important and still isn't important for a while. But of course, the demand might shift because the availability of computers is really going to change how people think about word processing. And the interesting thing is you may find that your factory is 
just a factory. It's able to produce any number of things. Maybe you really cared about helping people to communicate really well and type letters and send messages to each other. So you really cared about that as a value. And in terms of the skills, you have a factory which is able to produce all these various components. So what's going to be needed, and this of course is a real example, it was needed for factories in the past, was to rethink, I suppose, how can I either meet different needs or can, how can I meet the same needs in different ways? So those factories can be repurposed. And we see that happening at the moment as well with COVID-19, that printers, for example, I just saw one the other day on the news that normally we're producing certain types of printed items, but there isn't maybe the demand for that now. Now they're printing protective equipment and things like that because their machines are able to do that as well. So they're kind of switching over in that way. So I think that's the meditation for us all to have. What does the world really need, both now and moving forward? What is the best way of getting it to them? But also just as importantly, what do you really need? What do you want your work to be about moving forward? You have a particular set of skills. You're absolutely needed in the world. And there's no question that those skills can meet with the people who need them. Now, again, I, I won't lie, that can take sometimes a little bit of figuring out. And we see so much innovation happening in industry and business that there's business models today that didn't even exist 10 years ago. So you know, it's always up for negotiation and, and maneuvering. But I think if the attention is really there centrally on that, you know, if you're saying, well, what at core are my skills and my interests? And what are those needs that exist in the world that can be met? With the awareness of those two things, you're going to really bridge the two much more closely together. And then hopefully you can actively explore. And whether it's employment or self-employment or getting support in the particular area, uh, it, it's going to happen. You know, you're going to make it happen. The timeline may vary, absolutely. And you can draw on whatever supports are available in the meantime. But just that sheer focus on those values that you have and how you can support the world tends to lead to that gap being bridged as quickly as is possible. And, you know, we're all here for you. I think everybody cares. And that's what's nice about this. One of the problems sometimes with empathy, there are many people who have empathy, but one of the problems with empathy a lot of the time is empathy sometimes, in order to be activated, requires kind of shared or common experience. So you'll have problems in the world because for geographical reasons or for other reasons, people have different experiences. So as a result, it sometimes becomes harder to activate that empathy, even if it's potentially there. But I suppose what's good about what's happening at the moment, don't get me wrong, there are certainly very different experiences that people are having. But at the same time, at least there is something a little bit universal going on. At least we're using the same keywords. We're roughly on the same page or at least enough of us are to be able to have that empathy. And we're all in this together, I suppose, in terms of rethinking how we move forward. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf or at JFL.com.